A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Smashpot. This is the story of an average guy and a beautiful girl. Hi. Don't tell me your name. I'll just call you Beauty. You must be a sensitive person. I bet you're a fan of Rod McEwens. I try to be. And his best friend. I am Captain Chaos. Been a cop long. And a family doctor. Holy sh. Come on right here. And how they all set out one day. <laughs> In an ambulance from New York to California at 150 miles per hour. California, here we come! But they aren't the only ones because this is the Cannonball Run, America's illegal Grand Prix. And it doesn't matter how you get there, it's who gets there first. Hello and welcome to Smash Pod, a podcast celebrating all the Bond films by those who enjoy, hate, or, you know, just aren't asked about them. Hosted by me, John Rain. It's side special time again, and this week we'll be laughing at the lighter side of kidnapping and finding out just what would happen if One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest was a road movie. Yes, it's the Cannonball Run. And joining me and him to sort the fathers from the mothers is superb comedian writer and actor paul litchfield who can be found on twitter as mr p litchfield hello paul hello welcome back thank you very much it's for lovely to have me. here again this is a joy isn't it cannonball run cannonball run the cannonball run the cannonball run the cannonball run has to include the 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 yeah you do now 1981 yeah. is that yeah. right yeah so i was eight how old were you four good lord yeah yeah eight here we years go. old I don't think I saw it till I was about probably 13, 14. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it was the first time I'd seen that kind of film. I didn't see The Smoking the Bandits, for example, until after Cannonball Run. Right. And it's the same director, is that right? Yep. So he Hal Needham. Yeah, and he only seemed to make films about cars? That, that was his remit? He was a stuntman originally. Right. So he, he made films with lots of stunts and car stunts particularly in them. Okay. Like you're smoking in the bandits. You're smoking your bandits. Yeah. yeah. Except the second one had an elephant in it. Did it? Yeah. I have seen it, but uh, it's been wiped from memory. Obviously, it's got Dom de Louise and an elephant in it. I love Dom de Louise. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? If, if anyone has the gumption to send in uh, uh, a response to this saying they don't like Dom de Louise, then they, they can fuck off. They can Dom de la fuck off. Yes. Yeah. Thank quite you. frankly. Oh, we started swearing early. Yeah. Well, we, we're all about that here. I'm really impressed that you actually do your beginning intro fresh every time i thought it was pre-record did you where it's were amazing. you when i did the jaws one were you in no no the, the very beginning bit where you just say hello welcome to the the, the people who like bond and alone hmm. don't really care i always thought that was and then you just inserted the next section. oh you but see you don't you do it I, i'm a professional that's wonderful to see thanks paul yeah 
Okay. Should we dive right into this? Yeah, well, we start off straight away with a Lambo. We do. As they call it in the trade. Yeah, yeah. Leading the cops a merry dance. <laughs> right out merry dance across, shall we say, Arizona? It somewhere. looks arizona Somewhere like that, yeah. yeah. Some, somewhere, Mid- Midwest. Somewhere arid. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they, they're they quite cheeky. Well, of course. Because they get out and there's a speed limit sign saying 55. And you know what they do? No, I do. They get a can of spray paint, right? Yeah. Well, you know, you've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. But they, they, they cross it out as if to say laws don't apply to us f you law man yeah and yeah. really the policeman should stop and go well fair enough well the first i mean obviously they've got them on many counts haven't they they've got them for speeding mm-hmm. and then obviously graffiti mm-hmm. that's the second one do we, yeah. we um yeah it's it's just right from the bat you just know that we're dealing with people who just they don't care they don't care about the law no they fought the law and as as of at the moment you know the, the jury's out as to what happened <laughs> because we don't know if the law won or not well, I think what we do know from the, from this film is the law just will never win. The law is an ass. Lo- well, the law's a fool. It's, it's an ass. As they say in Doctor Who, the councillors are fools. Yes. Insert law. Was that your Colin Baker there? Yeah, it was. It's not very good. I liked it. Oh, bless you. It was better than him. <laughs> Can we digitally insert you into all Colin Baker episodes? Oh, God, I'd love that. I would, would, you'd like to be digitally inserted? I'd like to be digitally inserted anywhere. With a digit. Please. Please. <laughs> I, I would definitely watch all the Colin Baker Who's if you were Colin Baker. All right. Well, well, could you do me a favour? Could you say, um, "Change, my dear, change, my dear," and it's about time. No, not, not, not a moment too soon. Oh, right. but your delivery was better. It's well, about see, time. My baker would would have said that. Yeah, yeah that's your baker. A moment too soon. Yeah. All right, doctor. What a prick he was. <laughs> as the doctor, as as, the doctor, as, a, as a person, as I'm sure he's lovely. Yeah. Anyway, um, so then we cut to JJ's garage. JJ, which is uh, Burt Reynolds at this yeah, point. Yeah. And uh, Dom DeLuise arrives in a rush because he's late. He's late, and and he's been through the mill, hasn't he? Well, his hamsters had an anxiety attack. Anxiety attack. Yeah, ate a piece of tail, and Henrietta wasn't even. Being mean to him or whatever he said. It's not. It's not. It's a slightly muddy gag, Very but we're already muddy. establishing character off oh, the yeah. bat. Oh yes, aren't we? Yes, because we get the him reference very quickly, don't yeah, which we? Which makes Burt Reynolds bang his head and also make a doing. Yeah, sound. carry on noise. I had that written down. Yeah, lovely yeah. carry on noise. Him. Basically, what we're doing here is that Burt and Dom De Louise. Yeah. He doesn't mind if I call him Dom because he's, no, he he's dead. He's dead. Completely dead. Yeah. Um, they're trying to find the right vehicle they are. to take part in the cannibal run. <laughs> At this moment in time, they're toying with a very fast-looking Porsche Yeah. with a big spoiler on it. Spoiler Huge alert. Spoiler alert, yeah. And uh, they decide to take it out for a spin. After we've heard some business about um, him. Him. Which is brilliant because mm. I just to have that right seeded in early. Because... Mm-hmm. If you didn't know you were watching a comedy film, which you clearly do, mm-hmm. um, it, it could almost be a really serious thriller. Yeah. Him. Him. What, the one that's done? Yeah, him. Yeah, the one that does that. The one that people. touched me. The one that touched me. <laughs> this, so, is, this is actually written by the um, guy who came up with the idea for the Cannibal Run. I think he's Brock Yates, I think his name is. Right. I can't imagine for a minute he'd have had the, the, the comedy muscles to put Captain Chaos in here. That has to have been... A construct from DeLuise and... Do you reckon that's Dom's must be. input? Come on. Him. I'm sorry, Brock Gates, if you're still alive, if that is your name, I might have it wrong. I'm sorry if you wrote that and that's your great idea, but I can't imagine for a minute it was. 
No. This ha- this whole film feels improv, don't you think? Yeah, if it, it feels improv and and for the sake of it, and they're just having a blast, mm-hmm. obviously, because there is no plot. It's just about we need to get from A, a to B, and yeah. it's a series of weird vignettes. Even the jokes weirdly aren't that amazing, mm. but the characters are just so much fun. It's got a lot of charm. It's endlessly charming, isn't it? Mm. It's endlessly charming, and also it's endlessly racist. That's the other thing we yep. we we will obviously touch on constantly because every scene has its own i'm misogynist yeah oh god yeah Mm. my word Mm. so it's ticking all the un boxes already the un boxes yeah the un united nations yeah Yeah. well the united nations i think if they were watching that film they'd either be united or they don't go to war against each other absolutely some of the faux pas they make some of the well each 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 person has their own theme tune uh, in this film don't they and normally it's racially based yep let's say yep yeah, but this would be you know you know in America sometimes they get a film and they put it into like the um, the movie Hall of Fame type thing where uh-huh. they just they say this is going to be preserved forever now. <laughs> this would be the first one Trump would pick. <laughs> it's got tits. It's got racism. It's got a man who thinks he's a superhero. Yeah, it's it got, really appeals it's got to got idiots. So Corvette, but he probably calls it a coffee fee or whatever a that coffee, is. Coffee, yeah. Coffee. yeah. No, I was I genuinely I had that written down. Tr- Maybe Trump's favourite film. Good, I'm glad yeah, we're on the same wavelength. Absolutely. What What do you think he'd make of Cannibal Run Two? Probably, probably still liked it. Probably. He probably even liked Cannibal Fever, the third one with John Candy. He likes anything with the word "the" in the title. He does. You know what he's like, <laughs> wanker. Um, so yeah, the, the, they decide to take their Porsche out for a spin. Yeah, and um, Victor says that we've got radar-proof paint, <laughs> something like that. Uh, nothing will stop us now nothing and then there's a policeman there and they stop him immediately stop and then he jumps out and reveals himself to be Captain Chaos tan 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 and he says be the cop long which I quite enjoyed <laughs> he's brilliant in this he's amazing he's amazing in everything I've ever seen him in to be fair Burt Reynolds is brilliant in this as well even though it's not his character is horrible that's the thing Burt Reynolds appears in this film to be a bit of a bully yeah and I don't and obviously we'll talk about outtakes and bloopers which is part of this film but mm. even in that he's just constantly hitting Don like, yeah genuinely slapping him yeah Don looks slightly afraid of him and I'm just wondering if that's is that well this is Bert mm. he's just a bit of a charming old oh, bully oh I would imagine Bert was a bit of a bully have you ever read his autobiography I haven't I have and it's amazing is it full of bullying uh, it, well it's full, it, every chapter pretty much ends with the same idea of needless to say I had the last laugh <laughs> and every woman he meets if they're attractive had great potatoes great potatoes great potatoes what cooking or as in breasts Breasting. oh that's not nice yeah. is it so every woman has great potatoes he always has the last laugh and there's lots of him just going and I didn't like that so I killed him essentially or stuff like right. that so he, he's obviously a man who wears his fist on his sleeve good grief where else would you put it though <laughs> well exactly really? wouldn't put it on his head would he no that would be ridiculous stupid um, so then we cut to Fenderbaum who's Sammy Davis Jr yes and uh, Jamie Blake played mm-hmm. by Dean Martin yes uh, I'm not sure if it, Dean Martin's doing his act of I am drunk or if he is actually drunk no I think he's drunk isn't he yeah he's drunk because nobody can comedy slur that well no and, and slightly I think there's once he even almost looks into the camera yeah <laughs> so I think he's drunk yeah well Roger Moore said that he um, when he was doing this film he shared a limo every day with Dean Martin to and from the set <laughs> right and he just he didn't go into details but he just said it was an experience he uh, enjoyed a drown on the way <laughs> and on the way back and on the way back 
His suit was actually made of all. Okay, no, no. Roger, shut up. Shut up, Roger. Shut up, Roger Moore. R.I.P. We love. We love. We love. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, they're, they're talking to J- Jimmy the Greek. Yeah, Jimmy who was an Greek. actual famous ga- uh, betting man, I believe. Ah, okay, okay. And you know, obviously not that famous because I'd, I'd never heard of him. Yeah, no, no. And I, I, I know everybody. And Sammy Davis is going to put a massive stake down, isn't he? Twenty grand. Twenty grand. A uh, hundred to one. And that's US dollar. Yeah, that's a lot of money. In a lot of potatoes. A lot of potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Now it's worth upwards of twenty four thousand. Easily, today's easily climate. I'm going to say post Brexit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of cash. Uh, anyway, so they're going to they've got a secret weapon, and that is that God is their co-pilot. God is their co-pilot. Two seats. Where's he going to sit? Yeah, that's a great line. It is. That's a great line, and, and it's, it's a great face drunk line. line. Mm. It's a perfect drunk line. <laughs> it is but then we get a kind of Noel Edmonds bit where JJ is in his plane yes flying around and then says I gotta stop and buy some beer and he lands yeah. in the street like Noel Edmonds would do with his helicopter that's what he would do and then and then uh, they leave them at a running yep he just pops in grabs some Bud Light or American equivalent and I think then, it was yeah just just some regular Bud some regular Bud and they get back in the plane and they're, they're, they're still at that stage discussing best vehicle well he then drops a little line about the smoking the banner doesn't he Ah, he yes, says we course. could use a black Trans Am. No, it's been done. It's been done. Ah, so it's because um, I don't know. It was smoking the bandit one and two done before Cannonball, or did I don't know. One definitely was. One, one had happened. Yeah, I think two maybe was just after this. And you said because the director he was also a participant in the Cannonball run, wasn't he? The actual director. I the, believe was he? I don't yeah, know. I think he was. I think he actually did. Oh yes, you're right. Yeah. Yes, you mean he the real one? Did the I real Cannibal run himself? Yes, yes yeah. you're right. And the uh, the ambulance idea, which I used in the film, they, he did. I believe mm, mm. he actually went. Ah, oh, yeah, we'll use an ambulance because we'll get through traffic. It's a good idea. It's amazing. What he should have used is an airplane. Yes. Yeah. 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 Or uh, been in another film. Or Street Hawk. Oh, imagine being in Street Hawk. Oh, imagine. Or Blue Thunder a bit later. Or um, uh, uh, Night Rider. Or other films with cars. Chitty yeah. Chitty Bang Bang. We love you. Sorry, what were we going to sing? <laughs> no, I'm just thinking it because that's still car based. Yeah, and yet you could fly. You could fly. You could fly, and you and you would win. Yeah, <gasps> or the DeLorean from Back to the Future because you could go to the f- or forwards in the future to the finish line <gasps> instantly. That's amazing. Yeah, that's good. Or you go back to stopping the race from ever happening and then not make the fit. No, that's you could go back to stopping. Um, Hitler, Hitler, from being a doofus, from being an idiot, yeah, yeah. being a fool, bloody twit. <laughs> you, no, no, no. You say it. You he say was, he was a twit. He was a twit. He was a twit. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. It's the one thing they but never said at the Nuremberg is that is how much of a twit Hitler was. He was an absolute twit. Was an absolute twit. Let's put that. Can we put that on record now? <laughs> Could you read back those minutes for me, please? Oh, it's Hitler. Oh, oh God, he was amazing. That's my Hitler impression. Was that your Hitler impression? Yeah, pretty good. I thought. Really, really good. Yeah. Um, so uh, then we meet Roger Moore as Seymour Goldfrapp Jr. Yes. Uh, uh, um, inherited to the gold frap girdle girdle fortune, fortune. yeah and his mother's uh, sad because uh, he thinks he's Roger Moore <laughs> and has had dental work and all sorts of plastic surgery to look like him so isn't the implicate because I don't want to obviously unpick this too much but is the idea that Roger Paul's Moore, rubbing his eyes that, here um, <laughs> he's had enough already no it's it's amazing because um, this sort of tells us that he's actually a man who's 
decided to call himself Roger Moore, yes. as, uh, so that's his acting name, yep. who's been in several James Bond films, but then can't differentiate between being Bond and himself. So he's schizophrenic, possibly. He's mentally serious Ill. problem. He's mentally ill. Seriously mentally ill. Yeah. And because he's got a fortune, he can afford to buy an Aston Martin. Yeah, and he can get all the little gadgets. Yeah. So, yeah, he can afford all this. So he's he's clinically insane. And he also points out that his mother's too Jewish. Yeah, he doesn't like that. And there's a slight Jewish... They even play a little bit of... I know that comes in later again. That's that's, that's um, uh, Tenenbaum when he says God's our co-pilot. And he, oh, he reveals his star of David because right. Sammy Davis Jr. famously converted to be... He did, yes. ...to the, the Jewish faith when he... Was it when he married his wife? Yeah, he's very famous for once saying, you think you've got it hard, but what's it like being a one-eyed black Jewish midget? Yeah. Isn't it? Or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. I'm not quoting it exact, but yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, if we actually go into poor old Roger's <laughs> character mm. psyche, he's utterly mad. Yeah. Utterly mad. Yeah. But charming with it. Oh, effort- effortlessly charming. Effortlessly you see, charming. I couldn't say effortlessly then, no, because it took too much effort. <laughs> um, so then we meet... Oh, no, then, sorry, we get um, JJ and Victor on a boat. Yes, that's right. Again, thinking about thinking more... Thinking what they're going to do... And but they get, uh, th- um, one of them, uh, is JJ gets put off by breasts, I think. He sees some he? ladies. He sees some ladies and they wave at him. He sees some pretty girls, he as does. Victor says. You shouldn't have looked at those pretty oh, girls. This- oh, no, that's a yep. different thing. Okay, there's okay. there's another bit where, where ladies, scanty clad are involved. I was reading too far ahead. But oh. yeah, he meets ladies, uh, or they see ladies on a boat, and then you don't see them crash, but you hear the, you hear the crash. sound effects, and but they're all unharmed. So they're in an ambulance, and that's when the ambulance driver, the, the, the assistant in the ambulance tells them they can get through traffic. This is what, and then and then we get the most wonderful thing, which I love so much in these films, is you get the Burt laugh, which sounds like a fucked barn door. It's like, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. It is amazing, <laughs> and it's something that obviously I think genuinely is his laugh because it's yeah. been in many of the films, isn't it? Yeah, but it's beautiful. That's yeah. sort of, <laughs> it is, that's better. Yeah, <laughs> it's just great. It is a beautiful laugh, and you twin it with Dom's breathy, his <laughs> dastardly and muttly, so you just get this. <laughs> It's yeah. amazing. There's a very good Saturday Night Live sketch, which is probably on YouTube now, where they did a piss take of the Cannonball and Outtakes. Oh, really? Yeah, with it must have been, I might be wrong in this, but it must have been Norm MacDonald as Burt Reynolds, because he did that wonderful impression of him. But Chris Farley as Dom DeLuise, uh, and he uh, does that uh, laugh, and they've put in a little effect that when he's doing the laugh, they've made his pants wet themselves. Right. <laughs> it's a very funny sketch. You should seek it out. Oh, I'll definitely have a look at that. Um, so, yeah, they, they, they've realised now they can, they can use an ambulance. And then we cut to the bit that I think slows the whole film down. Jackie Chan. Yes. Every time him and his Chinese friend are in it, Mm-hmm. It kind of puts brakes on the film, I think. Yeah. They're not and, particularly and again, amusing or interesting. Jackie Chan, isn't he? He's called Jackie Chan in it. He's clearly in it for the fight scenes later. Yeah, he is. So they obviously thought, well, we'll have to put him in here somewhere. We'll give him, because he's from the Far East, we'll give him a super-powered car. Yes, and uh, when you first meet him, he's on a chat show, isn't he? With the actress who's in Godzilla, as yeah, they say. Godzilla movie. Godzilla movie. Yeah. And uh, That's not me being racist. No, That's no, actually no, no, no. You can't be racist. I'm afraid that no racism will stick to us when we talk about this, because we're just literally going to say what they say verbatim. Yeah, and if we happen to use a slight accent, then we're only trying to give you the facts. Mm. We're not being racist ourselves. Open brackets, extremely racist. Extremely twits. Pair of twits. Pair of twits. Yeah. But what what I kind of liked about the first time you meet Jackie Chan in this, he's he almost has a strict moral code. Yeah, because he's a bit annoyed with his co. Pilot who's obviously trying to he was on the make. Trying to smooth ladies trying with to his car. Trying to smooth lady in the in the super duper car. 
Yeah, in the kind of little version of Knight Rider. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he said to Lady in there, and Jackie Chan's like, get, get her out of there, you idiot. Yeah, and don't then, touch that button, etc. The lady, t- pre- oh, sorry, the lady presses the button, mm. and the car shoots out hilariously. Straight through the studio. Yeah, and Jackie's End like, scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then we get, um, after that, we get Bianca Jagger oh, yes. as Jamie Farr's sister. Yes. Now, her and Jamie Farr are playing Arabs. Yes. From somewhere or other. <laughs> Undefined. They have to say the word infidel and, 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 and you know, Allah and Islam yep. every yep. now and then. Yep. Um, but Bianca Jagger basically looks as Arabian as Don Estelle, really. <laughs> yes. So I think he doesn't even... Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I just She's sort of almost got a headscarf on, isn't yeah, she? Yeah. Not quite a turban headscarf. And she's just sort of shaking her head going, is this scene over now? But Jamie Farr's been coloured in here, hasn't he? Yeah, a little uh, bit or heavily tanned at least tanned I think yeah no he's been yeah, yeah. literally applied something to him a bit of varnish he's got a really fast Rolls Royce super duper fast Rolls and he's going to win the cannonball and bring glory back to his family yeah yeah because obviously to him it's not about the money no it's not about the money no because he has pots bit of fun pots of it he gives rings to people he does he has payment I don't mean he phones them no no and then after that we get the American Robert Powell you see we're meeting all the players we are all the players of this, this man uh, looks exactly like Robert Powell he does it's yeah. really disconcerting at yeah. first I was like and you think that's oh. Robert Powell wow but that's not so far fetched he was a big star and if you take all these people being being in Cannibal Run you'd be like yeah okay he's, I, I love he, Robert Powell he's in it great much better if it was Robert Powell yeah would that voice that got a great him and um, Paul McGann are the two people I'd want to tell me I've got cancer because <laughs> I'd be like oh, well, that's, that's nice to hear in your voice oh my god <laughs> you know what I mean knowing your luck you'll get Pasquale oh that's horrible Imagine I've heard that. it's in your lymph nodes <laughs> last thing you hear Joe Pasquale was a good friend of Bob Monkhouse yeah and a wonderful wonderful man yeah he was the last person that Bob Monkhouse spoke to oh really Bob Monkhouse was in the uh, I won't go into it no, he was very poorly yeah he was and he was uh, he thought the Martians were after him oh, bless him no, oh no don't I miss Bob I do too he was a wonderful <sighs> wonderful man and then after that Robert Powell jumps out of the plane singing I gotta be me yes yes Again, really weird. It just odd, this is just it? what what stunts can we get in? Let's do some skydiving. It's a stunt, and then they've gone. We need to get a gag in somehow. I kind of it's a nice idea. I, I need to express myself. I want to be me, but yeah. it, 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 well, there's a gag in the crowd, isn't there? But I cannot remember what it was. Oh, is there? It can't have been that good. Someone just says he's crazy, and someone else goes, "Yeah, that's it." Yeah. Wait till you see the rest of the film. Yeah. A readers, and then points to the camera yeah, and goes, the camera. "You're in for a treat, yeah. ladies and gentlemen." And then after that, we get. Um, the Deep South Norman Collier. Good old boys. Yeah. yeah. The one who's like... Ah, oh, you see, I wrote down um, um, Jack Douglas in the Carry On Films uh, American Cousin. Yeah. But yeah. Collier is actually more accurate. Well, either works. But it is that sort of... Yeah. Thing. He's really annoying. They're both really annoying. Both of them. In fact, we've just had um, the, the two people we've just been introduced to are the most annoying parts of the film now so um, definitely because uh, basically it's back of a motorbike forever and two good boys crashing a bit well their plan the motorbike plan is terrible yeah it's dreadful newlyweds it's like no one stops newlyweds they do if you're yeah. going 150 miles yeah, an yeah, hour yeah 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 and did, how far did they take the uh, you know the method did they have to have sex with each other before they set off on their motorbike maybe the, that was just a constant sort of fumbling on the should we the pull over journey? and have sex no, we'll fuck on new- the way. We're newlyweds, should we? <laughs> I'll get, I need some petrol. Should we have sex in the toilet? We are newlyweds. 
Glory hole. Yeah, exactly. It's just, I I don't know. Imagining that scene from Scum. With that music over it. Can someone do that? Oh, no. Oh, no. Anyway. Anyway, so um, then, yeah, they basically the, the American Norman Collier stroke um, Jack Douglas. Crash into a pool. They crash into a swing pool. This is the bit I noticed. Um, there are six scantily clad ladies going, oh, yeah, going pool, yeah. and they're all wearing identical tiny taupe coloured bikinis. Yeah, really tiny as well. So um, I just, did they all go shopping to the same bikini shop um, or are they henchwomen? Scantily clad henchwomen to another film that's going on. Could be both. Could be both. But they're all identical uh, bikinis. I happen to notice it was getting hot in here, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but they, they make a joke about we're going to have to go and retune the car. But first, we need to drink beer. Of course. Because beer in this film is hilarious. I made me, like, made me think about, you know how there's kind of Seth Rogen stoner comedies now? Yeah. This is that 70s equivalent, isn't it? Everyone's yeah. drinking. Absolutely. And it's hilarious. Absolutely. If you can't get a joke out of a scene, let's have someone have a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Drink, fall over, or um, just play slightly racist uh, tune. And that's all, that's all you need in this. We cut to the um, American Friends of Nature, is it? Yes, right. Yeah. Yeah, they're having a meeting, and because they're stupid and boring and vegetarians, you yep. get someone saying, thank you for the wood chip um, consomme. That's right, yeah. That, proving that um, the people of that time eating greens and pulses, etc., were mm. probably commies. Mm. Yeah, dull commies. But Mr. Foyt. Foyt. Yeah, he's there to talk about cars and how he they're is, ruining the world. But he immediately latches on to some breasts. His first line is titty... Mm, he says, titty turnout. I mean, terrific turnout. Titty yeah. turnout. Because he's talking to Farrah Fawcett, who in this film, let's let's face it... No, go on, you say it. She's quite scantily clad throughout the entire film, isn't she? She's got nipples you can see from space. She, she, she does, she does. Um, and she's in a sort of nice cream blouse. Which leaves nothing to the imagination. And no bra. No bra. No and bra. as she reveals later, no pants. Yes, that's right. Oh, that, don't even... That scene is very strange. It, we're going to get there. Yeah, we There's will. There's a lot of strangeness around there. there. Yeah, Borderline again, with this mental health issue that's running through the film. Yeah, Talk, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, and but she loves trees. But she? she's got a lovely gag there. She does. So she's like, I love trees. <laughs> you can sit under a tree, and then at the end, she says, "And ball your brains out." Yeah, which I think it's is quite a nice gag. payoff. Yeah. yeah, really good gag. Which makes Mr. Foyt. Foyt. Where goes Jack Douglas? There, I think. He does. Um, and then yeah he's giving a speech and yep. then in the meantime um, the Norman Collier and his mate are firing their engine and they fire it so hard it blows the window through that's right and he says I'm going to get these cannonballers yeah she says what's that a bowling t-? oh no he doesn't know they're cannonballers mm. yet so this is the first time we've got plot yeah in the film mm-hmm. um, this is actually because so far we're meeting all the uh, players like Shakespeare they're all, they're all turning up to yep. reveal their intentions now finally oh, oh right plot so this is someone who's going to stop this yep. wonderful thing from happening yep. brilliant and then we meet uh, Rick Avilaise, Yeah, who at the time I believe was a quite famous impressionist oh really I believe so uh-huh. he did uh, in this film he does Richard Nixon and Howard Cassell yes which are the, in America in the sort of late 70s early 80s were the impressions everybody did that, that, that would have been the thing yeah, yeah. so I suppose if it, it was now it would be Trump and Theresa May uh, whoever whoever whoever, uh, whoever they it's just, oh um Hillary Hillary okay yeah, that's okay, yeah, yeah whatever that's true yeah um, so they decide there's no parking spaces and he's called Mad Dog yeah and <laughs> He proves it. Because he's basically like Mike Yarwood, isn't he? 
if, if they did this now, it'd be like it'll be John Coleshaw, <laughs> John Coleshaw and Alan Carr and Alan Carr together yeah, in a pickup truck. I don't want to see Alan Carr going. Like <laughs> no, no, Nixon. Coleshaw's the next. I know, but yeah, I want Carr to do it more. <laughs> You just Carr, said you didn't. Perfect. Oh no, my but now God. I do. I've changed my mind. Can we have people in, in this mid-sentence? His names only sound like cars. Please, can we? Alan Carr. Please. Gerald it. Ford. We're doing Cannibal Run now. We just want people who have a name to do with transport. That's all we want. Ian Nissen. Ian Nissen is amazing, yeah. <laughs> Leslie Peugeot. She'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they cause major calamity. Well, he drives straight through the front door. Yeah. I could have killed many people. Well, there's lots of... We could have killed many. This could be like an ISIS training film. They're like, oh, you can drive cars through things. (laughs) Jesus Christ, how irresponsible is this film? (laughs) They nearly killed Mr... Void. Void. Yeah, he, he, he... There's quite a funny bit here. It isn't really funny, but it is quite funny. The Where Mr. Foyt has been knocked out. Oh, yes. And the man... I think it's the man who does Winnie the Pooh's voice. He's like, you have to help this man. Oh, right, yes. The manager of the hotel. Yeah. And then uh, JJ... Yeah. ...comes in with a rather novel way of helping <laughs> Which him. does make me laugh. It is quite amusing. Um, it's just... just any <laughs> spraying someone in the balls <laughs> I like to it. cure them he sprays him in the face to wake him up which I yeah. think is funny and then he puts a hand on his face <laughs> sprays him in the balls sprays him in the balls which I think is quite funny <laughs> I'd imagine the 9, 12 year old me loving it and yep. I watched it yesterday uh-huh. and the 44 year old me also loved it yes so it's fine wonderful it's a great gag yeah and um <laughs> <laughs> and then they they all meet basically they all arrive at the hotel now this is the thing that bothers me as a 40 year old man right but obsessed with logistics okay because Ma- the reason Mad Dog's driven in through the front door is there's not a parking space there's nary a parking space to be found right but they arrive smash through the front door and just after that Bert uh, sorry JJ and Victor arrive mm. go to the front desk and say two rooms please Okay. And they get them. And then the Sheik turns up a minute later and says, I'll have a whole floor. Well, everyone's turning up now, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, how big is this fucking hotel? Um, I, I, I have no idea. Is it the Overlook? <laughs> <laughs> but JJ, you were always here. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. The only thing I can say is maybe they turned up earlier, but they didn't decide to park. Maybe they're having some food. They're looking for a doctor. Yeah. Well, That's this, what was going on. I'm just thinking, you know the scene where um, JJ, we'll get there, but JJ talks to um, Farrah Fawcett, mm. by the way, whose name he never finds out because he can't be bothered. He no, just, he just calls, calls her beauty. beauty. That's like just, he now owns her. Yeah, you're a map puppy now. Yeah. It's just a bit, ooh. But Victor turns up and goes, you'll never believe what happened to him. And he's covered in lipstick <laughs> and his shirt's open. I'm wondering if he went into that room from The Shining with the old lady <laughs> and actually had sex with her. <laughs> Oh my god! It'd be brilliant if they let it roll, and he went, "What? What happened?" Well, I went in this room, and there was this really disgusting old woman. But I thought, "Hey, what the fuck?" The twin girls doing the honeymooners on the bike—they yeah. would be great from the Shining. They we would. could turn this into sort of Shining stroke wacky races. Yeah, It'd be amazing. It would and also horrific. Also terrible. Also terribly horrific. There's a scene where JJ opens the lift and blood just pours out. Or the scene where he's trying to wake up Mr. Foyt. He's just spraying him with blood on his balls. Oh, oh that's horrible. It's awful, disconcerting. Yeah, let's let's not. Rule of Three, a podcast presented by me, Joel Morris. And me, Jason Hazley. In which we talk to people who make comedy. About the films, and TV, and books, and records, and comics, and people that make them laugh. She doesn't 
doesn't want people having a go at Martin, <laughs> even though she can. And that's true. I mean, most of my friends are idiots, but they're my friends. Yeah. <laughs> I never really understood what Han Solo did for a job. <laughs> you don't need to know anything up more than, like, he's just sobbing while <laughs> being punched in the balls. They were just trying to make each other laugh in the office. You have to show a certain amount of contempt for your audience. <laughs> <laughs> Write your own jokes, been a morning, you lazy bastard. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Rule of Three Pod. Rule of Three. Available now from all good podcastier. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. Anyway, so at this point, um, Victor starts telling um, JJ about the doctors he knows, and he says, "What about your?" And he says, "Well, Doctor Gay, just a great name, Doctor Gay. Yeah. He's been committed for smoking bananas. <laughs> smoking bananas. <laughs> this is such a seventies, eighties thing. Um, yeah. Is is to refer to your analyst or your uh, psychiatrist who are also mad? Mm. I mean, I think Woody Allen makes a reference in pretty much every film in the eighties about my analyst's crazy. You know that sort yeah. of thing. So it's perfect. It's lovely. Tries to smoke a banana. Nothing wrong with that. It might have been maybe the monkey. Might 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 be Clyde. Could be, couldn't from, it? From uh, every which way, but loose. That one. Yeah. And any which way you can. Any which way you bloody well want to. Yeah, that was the third one. Yeah, not so good. No, not terrible. So good. No, terrible. You could see the cat get there using to pull open the monkey's mouth to make him smile. Oh, poor Clyde. Cruel. I bet he's still alive. He live forever. Yeah. yeah. He's probably he's outlived. He's hmm? got a talk show now. Yeah. Just talks with the primates. I was just going to say he's outlived Clint Eastwood, but he's still alive. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's dead inside. He is dead inside. That, that's fine. He's going to do that thing about the empty chair. <laughs> that was very strange. That could have been in this film. Yeah, it could. Well, that, yeah, that would have been right at the end with the empty chair that's going to be the rocket chair. But <laughs> You wouldn't have blinked an eye if it was in this film, no, would you? you like, that's quite funny. Um, so, yeah, JJ and Victor mm. uh, essentially are looking for a doctor and also a woman to be yes. a patient. Why can't the man be a patient? Because um, it's Cannibal Run mm. and um, tits are essential. They are, they are, they are essential. They? I think the car runs on tits. <laughs> But they're basically like a comedy Michael Sams. Remember that guy who kidnapped the estate agent and he had one leg? <laughs> We're going to have to... Or like Ted Bundy. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. Cause was, it, was it Ted Bundy who had the sofa trick that they used in Silence of the Lambs? I think it might have been. Oh, really? That or he had something thing. like that, or a boat or something, where that he wanted a, a help, and he oh, shoved okay. the woman in the van and drove off. Which right. is what they do in this film, by the way. Right. Yeah, no, they do. And at this point, Ted Bundy, I think, is still out there doing his thing. So... It's, 
again, irresponsible. Be joining in with the race. Irresponsible. Yeah. You think Ted Bundy was trying to win the Cannonball Run? Yeah, of course he was. Unbelievable. Yeah. Listen, if you, 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 if you, if you're one of that, if you're one of those people, right. you need funds. Yeah, <laughs> he's trying to win the race if he wants to carry on kidnapping women and skinning them and doing horrible things. <laughs> again, I don't want to be controversial because I know I've already been controversial you once. Have. But Ted Bundy was a twit as well. Oh, he was a. You go too far, sir. I know, I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, so Victor and JJ are having this conflab. Yeah. Uh, all this, while Mr. Foyt has Foyt. crawled along the floor to listen to them, and there's quite a funny moment where Victor says, I don't like fruit, and he drops it over the side and it falls on his face. On his face. With quite a satisfying splat nice sound. Nice plop. Yeah. Yeah, nice plop sound. Yeah. And um, he doesn't do the thing which anyone else would do is immediately take it off. No. He just goes, well, that, that's where that lives. <laughs> And then he goes back to Farrah Fawcett and says one of my favourite lines, Terrorists, my dimpled ass. Terrorists. These are cannonballers. She says, what's that, a bowling team? Uh, yeah, yeah. Which for her is great because she doesn't get many good lines in this. And that is an no. actual joke. And the tree business. <laughs> Those two aside, she doesn't get much to do here. Apart no, from being less. an ornament. Yes, yeah. A sexy ornament. Yes, I'm not, I'm not saying anything. No, she's, no. she's wonderfully lithe and beautiful in this film and she, only used badly she her. is but JJ yeah. sees her and the, oh no first they try and uh, get the two ladies in the Lamborghini that's right yeah they try and, and chat them up and there's quite a funny moment where she, they say about her perhaps she'd like to see our equipment oh that's right and he turns yeah. to Victor and says equipment yeah he does a little funny. Donald Duck and then they have another laugh <laughs> and then he sees beauty every emotion's got a soundtrack in yeah. this film it's good yeah I love it I, I like that that amount of signposting and as we said before he says don't tell me your name I'm going to guess it yeah and he does again you get a nice little funny bit that he gives qu- a couple of quite beautiful names like Juliet no and, and something else and then he says Betty she, she goes, goes, no. No. Yeah, it's brilliant. Though, but no. And then he goes, forget it. I'm just going to call you Beauty. Yeah. And she goes, oh, that's lovely. What she should say is, no, my name actually is. Yeah, is Barbara. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, terrible. Yeah, so he names her. He names her. Yeah. And uh, Victor then arrives, as I said before, dishevelled, obviously having shagged <laughs> that woman in room 101. Two, or 20, was it 209? Don't know. I can't remember any of that. No. Sorry, everybody. And um, the scares Beauty away, effectively. Yeah. You know, which Victor probably does which, all the time. Well, she sort of says, I'll leave you to your conversation and, yeah. and runs off. Because he goes, it'll keep. That's right. And, and then, then she scarpers. And then he's, he's cross with him. And he's then, always cross with Dom. Yeah, he is. And then we get the newlyweds, Robert Powell and his mate. Yeah. And then another one of the moments in this film, that, which they've done the stunt and then thought, how are we going to gen- you know, justify it? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. No, no. He said, can you fix this th- uh, throttle? Throttle, yeah. He does, and then he goes, oh, I'll test it out, and rides through the hotel, nearly killing Mr. Foyt. Foyt. Uh, and yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, they go right along the everyone's jumping off the... Um, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, they, they have real... They have absolutely no value system for human life in no. this film, do they? No. Or property. No. Yeah. Again, all irresponsible. Cannonballers. Yeah. yeah. Law unto themselves. Law unto themselves. Law unto themselves. Um, so then uh, Roger Moore arrives. Ah, yeah, yes. with these. We can't quite do the theme tune because we're not allowed. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. In it? the car, he never hello. drove, by the way. Yes, he never had ne- Never in the film, was it? Oh. That's right. Then uh, hello. Yeah, and a uh, little kid's taking a picture, and he says, "Would you please desist from taking pictures or something?" <laughs> it's quite a funny moment. <laughs> and and then we get a bit where loads of women 
are talking to Dean Martin for some reason. Yes, this is just before the race, isn't it? Yeah, yeah although just before the pep talk. Yeah, yeah, before the pep talk. But you also get that quite a funny moment where they're talking about how they want to get laid. <laughs> and the man drinking has to do a classic spit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, he said, if we amazing. were Methodists, we could get laid. And the guy's... That's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, because they, they they see the two uh, ladies who were previously chatted up by JJ. Yeah, the they? Lamborghini go, ladies. And what does Dean say? I wouldn't mind blessing them or something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, you got the, yeah, you got the, the man by himself at the bar overhearing. Mm. Just going, oh, my word. If we brilliant. were Methodists, we could get laid here. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he picks up Sammy Davis Jr. later and goes, Methodist, next time we're Methodist. <laughs> Methodist. Um, but yeah, when um, <coughs> Sammy Davis Jr. finds him, he's surrounded by a bevy of ladies. He is. But he looks like a, a gonad. <laughs> Explain. Well, he just looks old and wrinkly and, and like, he's bright red all the way yeah. through this film. Well, what woman would be like, quaw, this is on the buses again, isn't it? There's no quaw in, in this film. <laughs> Um, maybe more just about oh, you got to say that the scene where Bert. Bert's in just his vest talking to beauty he does, does look quite stunning oh, okay I think that make you go all a quiver that's mm. fair enough that's fair enough Bert was a real man you no know, he was a man well, he was a man's man and he always had the last laugh he did and he loved a pair of potatoes he loved great potatoes <laughs> But no, it's it's just it, it's like the seventies, early eighties in, in any films. Pe- um, men who just go, Jesus, like the state of you can can get any piece of open brackets crumpet they can, mm. and it's never questioned. Yeah, well, uh, Dean Martin would probably say ass. Yeah, instead of crumpet. Crumpet's a bit. So he's British. he's chatting them all up, mm. and then um, well, that's going to be put a stop to, isn't it? Well, yeah, because Sammy comes along. Seats. Well, well, it doesn't make sense again because Sammy Davis Jr. comes along and says. Ladies, we've got to get going. The cannibal run, and we're late. Mm. And then it cuts to um, the, the the cannibal guy who looks like a U tree DJ. Yeah, giving the speech, <laughs> and it's night time, so they weren't late at all. They had hours. I was under the impression that the guy who does the welcome to the Lala, that's the director. Mm-mm. Oh, it's not. Okay, no, it's the that's guy who wrote this. Ah, uh, it's the writer. I knew there's yeah. someone involved. Okay, yeah. yeah. And uh, he gives he gives a speech, which obviously he, he thinks is quite funny, and everyone laughs, but it isn't funny. No, it's not remotely funny. No, but I I really do like that weird scene because they're all just in a nice little semicircle cheering each other on. There's it looks like they're all out of character. And, yeah, yeah, they're all just having fun. Yeah, it looks. Mm. Yeah, it's almost as if they didn't film that bit. And mm. They're just having a laugh together. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a nice bit of the film, weirdly. But you're right; the comedy aspect is dreadful, especially as um, something that you don't see again in the film when it when it's sort of. Uh, pans across to everyone watching as you say and everyone looks mm. like a bird's got a cigar oh yeah and he hasn't the rest of the film so he must have been off duty possibly and you don't see Dean Martin putting women in the trunk no you don't see that bit. or Bundy or Bundy <laughs> yeah um, and, and you've got the two ladies who are on the table with the clipboards like mm. sort of working and they have the wonderful uh, coast to coast shining sea t-shirts on yeah. I used to have one of them no someone made one for me that is awesome genuinely I don't have it anymore but years ago um, when I first started off doing comedy with my two mates uh, Dan and Jeremy um, we used to always make a reference to Burt Reynolds in every one of our shows just for our own amusement I don't mm. know why we, did, why we did but we did and someone then was off in Edinburgh maybe in 2003 a mm-hmm. long time ago and we were talking about how much I'd uh, Burt Reynolds cannibal run blah 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 and two weeks later she gave me a t-shirt That's with, amazing. That, with that logo on that is amazing that is amazing have and you I, still got it? no oh. and I, I'm such an idiot you can probably buy one I don't think you can you get all sorts of t-shirts I these days well yeah but maybe now you could but hmm. I'm not interested in one now you're not no and that fan's dead to me so. that's really sad no no do you know what I would wear one with civic pride yes because that's in the song at the beginning as well isn't it oh I love 
that song. Coast to coast, from sea to shining oh, sea. Amazing. And also, you just, first of all, you get that yeah, yeah from the ladies in the back. Yeah. Yeah, and it's half country and western, half eighties synth, discoy type. Yeah, and then it's all strummy. Where you go? Yeah, it's great. It's beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. It, it should be number one. It should. It should be number one every now. year, in every the, week in the pop charts. Yeah. <laughs> Who sang it? Do we know? Ray Stevens. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So you do know. I do. Mm. He's done a, a few songs on this soundtrack. Ah. I think he does that just for the hell of it. We can find a little laughter. That's lovely. It is, isn't it? It's slightly crowbarred in, but it's beautiful. Oh, I like that bit. No, I really like it. Yeah. It's like, there's lots of little lovely bits in yeah, this. Yeah. I think that's the thing, because it is, when you look back at it now, older, it is, yes, extremely racist. It's, it's about kidnapping. Yeah. It's about uh, willful damage of property mm. um, and all that. But it does have a really lovely heart to it. Um, and the, all, they're all, I think there's only two moments in the film which we'll come up to in a bit where they're trying to sort of usurp each other the rest of the time they're just genuinely racing yeah there's the ambulance and the Lambo where they both try and do things or um, mm-hmm. actually JJ saying is just revenge yeah um, and that's it the rest of the time they're just getting into their own scrapes and just trying to win a race yeah and they all end up friends at the end it's great and you don't get any moments of people like trying to out mug people in scenes no. or anything it's just no. it's quite a nice environment yeah, well also because I think they realise in every scene they go look we got one joke in this scene okay so mm. let's uh, make sure that um, you know Mr X says it <laughs> but there's lots of drink driving in this because when yeah. um, when um, Sammy Davis Jr and Dean Martin get in their car they're both absolutely wankered absolutely in fact, oh. if he doesn't Dean hand yeah. his drink and he downs it yeah and then um, <laughs> the uh, you know uh John Coleshaw and Alan Carr. Yeah. They drink loads of beer. Ow. And then he says, if you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly. Yeah. Which is a bit annoying. Because they're going to take the shortcut to the interstate, which is driving up a hill, which Mr. Foyt doesn't like very much. <laughs> uh, and he's trying to... Him and Farrah Fawcett are taking down the license plate numbers of everybody. Oh, that's right, yes. Yeah. yeah. And um, <laughs> then Bert, for some reason, comes running out of this tunnel, which I'm guessing maybe is a scene that's missing. Yeah, yeah. He comes out in urgency, and Dom DeRuise comes along and goes, JJ, I got the doctor. And this is where the film completely explodes into joy. This is, quite frankly, the best bit of the film. It and is. every time he's there, <laughs> I am the happiest person in the world. Absolutely. This is just the funniest thing. This should just be played after every single six o'clock news. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the world will be right again. It's one of the just greatest get scenes. Get Jackie Lim on, that, on my screen every day, please. Mm-hmm. I forgot just how brilliantly... I'm just literally almost crying with laughter now thinking about him. Yep. It's amazing. His thing about the... Oh, God. <laughs> Everything, yeah, everything, and he does comedy pratfalls. Yeah, he, he, I mean, this his reveal is just beautiful. The Every, yeah, yeah, and then suddenly he turns around, and I remember as a kid never being prepared for that. No, that amazing eye that looks mm-hmm. <laughs> round, oh, round his own corner of his own skull. It's amazing, and the fact that there's that joke there where he's a proctologist and he, all I need is this finger, and he literally waves <laughs> under. Him. He waves it under his nose so he on can his smell feltrum. it. Yeah. He sort of taps it on his feltrum. <coughs> it's, and again, that has that beautiful... Yep. ...sound. It's stunning. And that giant metal syringe that he then spreads him oh. in the face with. Oh, it's just... Everything he does is amazing. The first line is the University of Rangoon. <laughs> <laughs> Rangoon! Well, that's it, because he says, all I need is this, and taps him oh. on the feltrum. And then he says, oh, and this, and then squirts him in the face. <laughs> But he's, you know, it's amazing because his voice is stunning. <laughs> the look, you just go, oh, that, oh, that's not prosthetics. Okay. No. Um, as a kid, you'd go, oh, I wonder how they did that. Oh, yeah. no, that's what he looks like. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, and God. he's got he has got pretty much every scene he does is gold. He steal everything. He steals the he steals the film. Yeah, he's amazing. Isn't yeah, there's is. a bit where he's just in the back of an arm. It's a couple of scenes later. I think he's after he's injected himself. Where he just goes. Oh yeah, he's singing just, and then collapses. He says, "I am a journal and <laughs> passes out. <laughs> and it's amazing. Far better than any of your Dell boys. And he does the California. Here we come. He's just hearing bits of other people's conversation in the back, and then just commenting on it, but in, in song. Oh, he's amazing. And he's, so the best thing is, he's called Nicholas Van Helsing. Nicholas Van Helsing, University of Rangoon. Was it? There's another thing he's done. Um, catering college. No, it's not catering college. He mentions it after the University of Rangoon. Yeah, I can't Yoga remember. Retreat. Something like that. And he says Rangoon in a way that he spits in Bert's yeah, face Rangoon. as well. Yeah. <laughs> And um, this one, and then they put him, and then he says he wants two grand, and then he says I'll give you two hundred dollars, and he says I'll do it. Immediately accepts. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I, the, we cannot even just we can't take anything away for uh, um, from Jack Elam for this because it's no. just amazing. Yeah, and, it's un- just amazing. <clears throat> unbelievable performance in this. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah. This film kind of doesn't deserve it, but he is amazing. <laughs> And uh, that's when Bert does the good line. Don't ever tell me where you found it. Yeah, this is brilliant. And which he says about another four or five times, isn't he? I don't want to know. Yeah. Don't tell I me. I can't believe what all those animals there. I don't want to know. <laughs> and then, um, then they are driving along in their uh, happy tr- truck yeah. ambulance, and they see Mister. Foyt. Foyt has crashed and so he gets Beauty to get in through the front tells Foyt to go in through the back and then they drive off he, she doesn't really I mean I know he tells her to get in the front she doesn't, she's only takes one step up and she's already bundled in yeah well, well, we forgot to mention as well because Bert told her that they are humanitarians that's right who go around helping people which she would like and mm. yeah because she, she would definitely like that she thinks it's beautiful yeah she does and then she, when she realises she's been kidnapped mm. she's a bit put out but doesn't seem to you know she has Be, a bit of chagrin, but not much. No. And a bit later on, she almost gets a bit annoyed with it, but at this point, she's in her pants. Yeah. And then seems to get over it very quickly. Oh, God, that yeah, bit's it's awful. It's very confusing. Yeah, at this point, it's like Ted Bundy's Great American Highways. <laughs> <laughs> they put her in the back of the truck, and off they go. And then when the doctor sees her, he goes, Oh, the perfect specimen. <laughs> JJ, want me to start the procedure? What was this to say, JJ? He goes, JJ? Yeah. His voice goes off yeah. at three octaves. Shall I start the procedure? Is he going to anally probe her? Oh. No, but again, I think what all um, uh, because it's this sort of film. All you would probably do is just touch a leg, and then mm. you would come and then die. <laughs> that's that's probably what would happen. It's just, there he goes. Yeah. There he goes. Oh, the perfect specimen. Perfect specimen. Just stunning. Oh my god. Oh, so much fucking value. It's amazing. And then we get some more Jackie Chan business, which is no one's interested in. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. And then the Lambo ladies get pulled over, and this is their sh- running joke, is yeah. that they'll then produce their documents from their breasts. Yeah, from their cleavages. And the highway police are like, ah, oh, that's fine. they got to just stare at your boobs. That's mm. all they do, and then they let them go. Yeah. Yeah. Can you? I mean, could, could they take that further, like breaking and entering? And then, uh, you know, someone, if, if, if they're breaking into your house, you come down in the middle of the night, what the hell, and they just, well... Um, mm. I don't know what they're going to produce. Driving license? A cat? <laughs> a cat. A kitten. Cleavage. Yeah. You know, as, and then you just naturally go, oh, well, that's fine then. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, you carry on. But then JJ and everybody in the ambulance, they get pulled over by a policeman, which I don't understand. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Because if you're an ambulance with your the, guy, the policeman actually says you're driving really fast with your sirens going, it's like, well, that's a fucking ambulance. What do you expect? Yeah, but uh, um, don't they say something like, like, yeah, we have to get there. But even goes, yeah, but even then, slow down a bit, boys. Mm. Um, I think it's there just <laughs> to get to the next line. But that's when they go back into the before they get pulled over. They go in and they say, right, you have to lie down. Mm-hmm. And she says, no, I'm not going to do that. And then, <laughs> you have the most amazing scene again. Again, Van Helsing goes, um, oh, It's all right, God. miss. I give it to myself all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the best one minute, five seconds you'll ever see committed to Sunday night. And then he ejects himself. <laughs> <laughs> and then JJ offering it like Victor? Like it's a mug of Hornets. <laughs> and then ejects himself again. <laughs> it's like he's letting you in on a secret the way he's looking at you <laughs> he's doing the face really well here it's so brilliant oh it's amazing oh. and then they do get pulled over and at this point <laughs> she is all drugged and weird yes and I thought at that point that he'd given her some but it's not mm. his laughing gas it turns out to be oh, laughing gas they actually yeah. make a reference to it because oh. <laughs> she's really brilliant at this because the cops are banging on you could just hear her sort of going and she's singing at one point and laughing her head off it's really nice and I I actually thought that is actually um, within the film the the only bit where she probably only feels safe yes and she's drugged and not aware of the predicament she's in yep yeah, and you get the the bit here that's synonymous, really, with the outtakes, this whole scene, isn't it, with um, JJ and Victor. Oh, and the, the best bit is when um, they go to him, um, if, you're, if you're going to the UCLA, why didn't you fly? And then Dom DeLuise goes, yeah, why didn't we fly? Oh, that's right. And then he, goes, and he goes, oh, we're just drivers, you'll have to ask the doctor. And then he goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> and again, they open the side of the van. <laughs> <laughs> and immediately the policeman. Are, he says, what is this crude interruption? <laughs> And his rationale is amazing. Yeah. For the, was it to do the altitude and... Cysts on her lungs. Cysts, that's right. Cysts on yeah. her lungs. She can't even drive through Denver. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, and the cops are frightened of him. It's yeah. amazing. Everyone's yeah. frightened of him. Yeah. <laughs> and they let them go. <laughs> it's fine. And then that's where they're they're driving off and they're going, wasn't beauty amazing? And then he's like, sure, it's amazing. <laughs> and then he goes, that's when he says, she should be in the AMA journal. And he goes, AMA journal. And passes out. <laughs> with a beautiful metallic thud <laughs> in the back of the ambulance. And then you're, at that point you're going, oh, can, can, can this just be, the, can it just be Jack Elam for the entire rest of the film? Yeah. I'd be really happy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and leave the ambulance and just walk across America. I don't care. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> He's just stunning. Because he was a big um, <coughs> serious actor, wasn't yeah. he? Uh, in his youth in cowboy films and, yeah. and whatnot. In fact, he's in a really famous one, isn't he? Is it, one, is it Once Upon a Time in the West or something like that? I, think I don't know. one of those, hmm. a really proper cowboy film with his distinctive look and when he was younger it it didn't look remotely funny he just looked re- genuinely scary yeah with, with his with his eyes and his face he just looked absolutely horrible and I think this might have been like a sort of Leslie Nielsen moment for him where he's someone said actually you should be doing comedy yeah and I don't know what, what he did to prep or prepare for the road but wherever it was it was just gold he's in the second one as well is he yeah is he as good uh, yes, he's still good. It's just I have seen it back. <clears throat> he's with the Sheik. Oh, is he? Oh, Sheik. Sorry, I should say not the is band. He really? Yeah, it doesn't work. The dynamic doesn't work as well. It doesn't work as well. 
the, all the dynamics are off in the second one. Right, yeah, okay. Because you've got Burt Reynolds and... and um, De- it's, well, it's a desperate cash-in, isn't it? Yeah. Because it was really successful. Yeah. So I think it was, I was looking, it's like sixth most successful film in 1981. Mm. And uh, um, some some of the five above it are Superman 2 and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Goodness me. So it's a really, really esteemed company. Still, what a summer. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so so, where we, yeah, so. Uh, so then they get pulled over by... Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, Tenenbaum and um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jamie mm. he says pull over we want to bless you and then you get a bit of racism where Dom DeLuise goes this priest wants to bless us and JJ looks and goes Victor that priest is black yeah and he goes oh there's black priests now and he goes is there mm. and, you're a bit, mm. and, the, and a bit later on at least we get chocolate monk which is ridiculously oh, yeah r- r- Racist and the only yeah, thing that's black, funny about that moment black. is the way Sammy Davis Jr. reacts to it when he goes, Yeah, the chocolate monk. In fact, chocolate monk is said before he's called chocolate monk. Is it? By, yes, I, I, I didn't do my research properly, but it is mentioned before. But there's lots of racism in this, like when they get yeah. pulled over by the policeman later and he goes, Where did you, where did you get that jewelry from? It's like, yeah, Oh, come I know, on, fuck it Yeah, anyway, so they get they pull over, and that's when you get um, uh, <laughs> Dean Martin has a look. And the, the best bit is when Dom DeLuise goes, nice car, father. And he goes, thanks, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes inside the truck and he sees Farrah Force and he goes, oh, I got to bless her. Yeah, bless her. Yeah. And he goes, she's a Zen Buddhist. He goes, oh, we specialize in Zen <laughs> Buddhist. And then they see Van Helsing and he goes, actually, can you do us a favor, Doc? Can you bless him? We need all the help we can get. And then suddenly, here we go again. <laughs> and again, Dima in petrified. Yeah. He gives him a little blessing and then walks off. It's like he's suddenly got sober. Ah. <laughs> All the old cars left his system. And then they go, thank you. And then Tommy Davis Jr. goes, Tommy Davis Jr. says, mm. why don't you take that piece of shit back to the junkyard? And they drive off. Is is this the same section with the small? Could, That's later. That's a bit later. That's when they get, he, yeah. he gets his revenge. That's right. But then he goes, we got flat tyres. And then he goes, yeah. those priests weren't fathers. They were mothers. mothers. <laughs> and then he slaps him. Yes, yeah, slaps him hard. 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 Yeah. And then we get the, uh, we hear about the, uh, there's a roadblock happening. Yes. Yeah. Well, that'll stop the cannonballers. Yeah. A roadblock. That's right. Yeah. And that's when Bert says, I need to collect my thoughts. And then he sees that truck with the thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. They decide to hitch a. Goes, I've collected my truck. thoughts. Yeah. That's right. And they get on the back. And he goes, Can you give us a piggy? Because they all CBs. Like yeah, in Smoking the Bandit. Smoking the Bandit stuff, yeah. yeah. Do me a favour, 10 9, and yeah. I'll give you a hand job and 9 yeah. 3. Yeah. Which is actual. I'll help you dump that prostitute you just murdered. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, they get a piggyback and they go through the roadblock, and Roger Moore gets. Pardon me. Roger Moore gets to use the license plate revolving. He thing. does. Now, at this stage, when we see Roger, is he on his second lady passenger? Who's really uh, badly dubbed? They're all really badly yeah, they're dubbed. They're really badly dubbed. Now, what, what is going on with his collection of lady passengers? Is he murdering them? Well, the implication is that he's in his car, and as we've already established, he's schizophrenic and mad. Mm. Um, so he's either murdering them, or he's doing a very early car sharing scheme, where he's actually, I'm just... Dropping her off in Cincinnati. Or they don't. Or they don't exist. Or they don't exist, and he's talking Mm. to them. uh, And and we're allowed to burst the fourth wall and see them. Yeah, (laughs) he's murdering them, isn't he? He is murdering them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you're rather boring now. (laughs) Slit throat, blood everywhere. Yeah. Oh dear. (laughs) 
quite a lot of claret. I'll have to phone Q. Yeah. Q, um, Q just banging his dash with his finger. <laughs> oh, he's mad, Roger. Now, Q. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there has to be a point at the end where they open the boot and it's full of dead women. <laughs> it's got to be. Yeah. It's got, cause toward, anyway, we'll talk about that towards the end of the film. Yeah. yeah. So they're at the roadblock and then he uh, he says, would this take long? We're on a honeymoon and she can't she wait. Can't wait. And gives a wink. Yeah. And he says, oh, thank God, normal people. I'm like, hang on a fucking minute. That's not normal. <laughs> That is not normal. And maybe, and I also had 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 this established roadblock already seen our other honeymooners. You um, obviously can't wait either. On well, the back of the they were probably in a bush, weren't so, they? <laughs> probably <laughs> on the back, actually, under the tarpaulin. The best thing about the, the, the giving tra- it, yeah. What? The best thing about this roadblock is they catch the Norman Collier Jack Douglas, and he's not in the film anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. He's just gone. Thanks, fuck. Yeah. Taken behind a paddock and shot. Yeah, hope so. And then Foy. Um, Oh, Foy. The, yeah, sorry. Um, well, well, there's a good bit where he says, uh, Roger Moore says, what is this? And then Foy says, it's a steakhouse. And he says, oh, bon appetit. Yeah, I think English humour. Yeah. And then he lets the handbrake off of that truck and it speeds off and smashes the police car. And as it's going off, he goes, who did that? <laughs> you did it. You did, you prick. And also the explosion <laughs> yeah. is huge. Huge. And you can really see like a couple, couple of extras probably did get slight burning. Killed. <laughs> Slightly killed. Yeah. yeah. Definitely eyebrows have gone. Definitely. Yeah, and cock and Which would be terrible for Roger. Oh my God, yeah, he'd be completely expressionless, wouldn't he? I'm ruined. Uh, uh, <laughs> Roger. Uh. Roger less. Huh? Oh. Uh. So then we get the wonderful scene of. Um, oh God. Yeah, I've, I've written down here that Foyt is Nigel Farage, by the way. Okay, yeah. Because no, he's trying I'm, to ruin I'm everybody's fun. I'm happy with that. Um, and then we get the wonderful scene, brackets, not very wonderful, uh, where um, Bert and uh, Beauty have their chat. Oh, yeah. And she no. says, I've been kidnapped. And he says the line, who can blame anyone for kidnapping, kidnapping you? Kidnapping you, yeah. That's the rationale of a psycho. It yeah. is. I like your mouth. That's why I did it. And he says, like, what did you think we were going to do? And she says, I don't know, a gangbang? And he goes, gangbang? We're racers, not rapists. But you still kidnapped her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah, drugged her. This is the, and then suddenly we get consciousness, go conscience of the film. Yeah, with Bert's reason and rationale for being who he is. Because his dad was a coal his dad miner. Died before, three days before retirement. Like like someone from Lethal Weapon. And that's why I kill people. Because <laughs> his dad, well, Roger Murtagh. <laughs> it's just mental. It's, yeah. So the reason why you steal murder, well not murder, steal and do all these things is because your dad th- died three days before retirement. Yeah. He's got to go for it. You, yeah, you he's get too busy. Li- he's, yeah, he's he's just got to live, isn't he? You don't understand. No, I don't understand. No, you don't. don't understand. But she says that she says a line there that he tramples all over, which I thought was quite sad. But she says, uh, "You did this," and he says, "I don't. It doesn't matter." And then she says, "You didn't let me get my favourite skirt from the hotel." And he says, "It doesn't matter." Uh, it, it does to her. Yeah, it really does. To her. And she's got to cling on to anything. She has skirt. Literally, as you say, as he comes in here, she's literally getting undressed. Yeah, and he's got no top on, <laughs> apart from a vest. And it's just a really weird scene. Yes, it is. Because then, it, but also, it's the first. It's a, genuinely the first time in the film where it get, it gets a little bit serious. Yeah. It t- you're talking about regret and your your childhood with your father, and it's just ugh, it's, yeah, it doesn't fit in this film at all. No, especially when you realise she's been kidnapped and she's in her pants. Yeah. This should be done behind glass over tele- over telephones. That's how that conversation should have gone. It'd be better. Okay, now I'm leaving you in the prison. Goodbye. <laughs> It'd be better if it panned out. The camera sort of panned out slowly towards the end of this, and Van Helsing's in the chair wanking. And <laughs> 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 just kind of goes <laughs> at the end <laughs> as a full stop. JJ, <laughs> he's off to do it. <laughs> 
Oh my god! And then um, after another bit of business with Jackie Chan, yeah. And uh, Jamie, which business is that by the way? Which well, one is uh, this is, is when they're there? driving past and the highway patrol can't see uh, them because they've got. Oh them. yeah, they're invisible. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> one where they're in a bit of a race and that's boring as well. It is a bit boring. It's all boring. It's, I mean, the fight's brilliant, but the rest yeah. of it's pretty boring. Yeah. And then we get um, Jamie Farr as the sh- shake. Getting yeah. his uh, takeout. Where he's oh, got and staring at the woman's breast. Woman's breast. He says, "Do milk." That's right. Ugh. Horrible. That's horrible. And then we get Farrah Fawcett sitting up the front with Victor. Yeah. Having another serious chat about how he was bullied as a child. That's right. And the rationale behind his psychosis and his schizophrenia to become Captain Chaos. And he hasn't got any friends. Yeah. And then she says, um, "If I was," she, he said, "You could be Captain Chaos. All you need is a cape." That's right. She said, "I get a pink one. Everything I wear is pink." And he says, "Even your." that's not what you'd say to a woman and now she decides to go well you know don't even wear them and he goes you don't what's what's going on now you basically hear like the pup 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 and his pants going on (laughs) oh (laughs) good god but basically does it I mean he says something like he he likes you this is all she says I want to be your friend right it's a very tender moment and he says thank you beauty well, at that point, he should have said, by the way, what is actually your name? Mm. But no one does take that time. No. No. It's it's awful. No. They don't need to know a name, because at the end of the race, they will kill her. Yeah. She's not in the second one, is she? Under a tree. She's not in the second one. No, she's not. Well... They buried her under a tree. Buried her under a tree, didn't they? Don't you like the way that the funeral stands over you at night? Anyway, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so then Jackie Chan's watching a porn film in his car. Yeah, and then suddenly the other guy now, who were originally in the film was all, come into my car so I can have a bit of slap and tickle, has now mm. suddenly decided, um, actually, Jackie Chan watching mm. a bit of naughtiness by himself. Mm-hmm. That's somehow wrong. Yeah. Well, he, doesn't, he does always crash. automatic anyway, so yeah. we could just sit there and have a little Tommy. Yeah. Yep. But no. Shake white hot coconuts from the veiny love tree. Oh. No, I've, I've ruined this. Yeah. And then the Lambo ladies get pulled over by a policeman again. Yeah, but the twist thinking. is, <laughs> she's a lesbian and loves it. Yeah. Oh no, that's not the twist. No, no. Oh. it's another lady with ample breast. Yeah. Miss Tessmacher from the Superman films. Is it that's yeah. who it was? Valerie I something or other. I can't remember her name. Sorry, Valerie. Didn't yeah. And she goes something like, "They're mighty nice, but do you mind fishing out?" I bet you've got a license and registration in there, Tuck haven't down you? Down in there somewhere. Yeah. Great. It's a, that's a good, it's good, good joke. See, that should be them out of the film, but it isn't. No. Because they should have got arrested at that point for speeding. But why don't they just get a ticket? I suppose so. And then they just carry on speeding. And then they're at the, it doesn't matter because they go to the next state and they probably rip up their tickets because they're lawbreakers. They are. And then John Coleshaw and uh, Alan Carr, <laughs> they try this, they do this really annoying bit where the police pull up beside him and he goes, we got no brakes. And the police leave him alone. And he goes, yeah. the no brakes thing works every time. And then they realise, holy shit, we don't have brakes. And again, the police just, yeah, well. And then he jumps over a tr- moving train. Yeah. Again, another excuse for a stunt. Brilliant. And then he, um, John Coleshaw gets to do his Howard Cassell. <sighs> they have never seen. Yeah, yeah. Should have done his John, uh, Tom Baker. He's very good at that. He could have done that, but no. Again, as a as a English kid now, mm. or even as an Englishman now, at the t- at the time, you don't get the American references, do you? Like, no, I don't know who, I don't know who you took. Like, I think I knew that. Howard Cassell because of. An- do you remember a cartoon called Animal Olympics? I do. I love Animal Olympics. Me too. Yeah, but there was fantastic. a running joke of a Howard Cassell animal in that during the commentary. Ah. 
so I think I knew of it with through the crocodile that. guy he yeah. was born in the sewer there you go great soundtrack working 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 unbelievable soundtrack Graham Goldman I've got I've got the sound well I've got it but I can listen to it online whenever I feel you gotta work you gotta work. work. It's great, and also the. That's the otter guy. Whatever. Yeah, you should all watch Animal Olympics. Oh, it's amazing! It. It's, on, it's on YouTube, by the way. Really good quality. Really good on, on YouTube. And all the voices are by the cast of SNL. Yeah, you got Rita Radner there. You got everyone on, on doing it. You got an ama- every single sport. <laughs> amazing. Um, Harry elephant, Harry Shearer, I think. Yeah, there. Shearer does loads. Yeah. It's a really good film. Brilliant. Yeah. There's your recommendation for yeah, today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so where do we get to? Oh, yeah, you got no brakes, blah, blah, blah. Crash. Uh, Roger yeah. Moore uses this smoke and oil in his car with a lady with a terrible voice. I press this button, do I think? Oh, yeah, yes. darling. Yeah. Where are you from? Russia, generally. <laughs> yeah. That Somewhere one. near Russia. Also, he says, uh, a little bit of oil, and she presses it. And then you don't see the oil, you just no. see the car skid. It's, it's good. good spin, oh, isn't it? Lovely stunt. And then there's a bit of, yeah. He says, would you mind rolling down the windows? We're being done up like a couple of kippers. A couple of kippers and other English references. Mm-hmm. And she's like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, get the fuck out then. Well, again, he murdered. Yeah. You don't see her again. That's her done. He decapitated her and fucked yeah. her head. Like that man in Mindhunter did. Yeah, all right. If you want. Let's, let's not worry about that bit. No, let's not worry about that. Um, so then there is a, uh, there's a break in action. Mm. because there's like a roadworks thing going on. Yeah. And there's going to be five minutes before they can clear it. That's right, that's right. So they're all parked up waiting. What can we do? What can we do in this break? Mm. Oh, sorry, I just... um, Just to backtrack a little, Mm. I like the thing that Jackie Chan was watching was called Behind the Green Door. Yeah. Sorry. So I had that written down, so I had to say it. Yeah, she's in the morning. She will awake. Oh yeah, yeah. She she gets raped repeatedly, mm. and then realizes that she's learned something in life. And it's just horrible. Yeah, it's not really affirming, is it? No. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So now they're at the roadworks. Yeah. And they got it's going to be time f- to kill. It's going to be five minutes. Just five minutes. Going to clear it in five minutes, but super quick. American clear. Robert Powell gets off his bike. He does. And Peter Fonda turns up. He does. Yeah. And says, and he says, "Oh, here's my card." And then he says, "There's something else I want of yours." Your, your ass. ass and then they pick him up and start beating him up it's not that nice yeah. or are they going to take him around the back and literally have his ass have his ass I think well, he's been through enough anyway he has he's, he's a honeymooner yeah <laughs> I'm assuming he's the bowler and not the wicket keeper on this occasion though because he's playing the husband yes no you're absolutely right yeah and uh, this is now where you find out that the cannonballers are like a proper family. They're handy. They will no. Also, they will look out for their own. Yeah. Yes, they're in a competition. Apart from Dean Martin, he doesn't want to get involved. Dean Martin doesn't want to get involved. No, no. no. But Captain Chaos does. And he beats up loads of people. And it's amazing. I love the bit where someone punches him and he goes fool, fool, and then punches them back. And there's loads of posturing. There's loads of cape. Just sort of standing in doorways, blowing nails. It's, it's brilliant. amazing. Dum, yeah. dum, 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 dum. It's great. And Jackie Chan gets to do his bit. Jackie Chan gets to do it, but the best bit again is Elam. Oh, yeah. Injecting someone. Yeah. Fall out the doorway, he just comes in with the injection. And squirts in his mouth. Squirts in his mouth. Oh, and also Roger Moore says that um, you think it's hot here. It was much hotter when I was in Egypt making The Fly Who Bugged Me. The Fly Who Bugged Me. That's dreadful. It really is, Absolutely isn't it? Absolutely dreadful. And he gets. And was, uh, well, as, as a child, as a James Bond fan, as a, as a child, I liked the bit where he says, I am Roger. Mo- I warn you, I'm Roger Moore. Yes. And the guy goes, Who? And he goes, Roger Moore. And then he punches him and he goes, Ooh, and gets yeah. knocked out. Um, with a glass jaw sound effect. Yeah. That's quite jaw. funny. Brilliant. Yeah. So there's a big fight, and then eventually the roads open. 
Yeah, and then they suddenly right. That's it. We, we've got to go now. We're all gonna. We're, yeah, we're all gonna win. And then we get the reprise of the song, Cannonball. Oh, that's I don't. Cannonball. Because there's tension here because they're all racing towards the finish line. Yeah. And then they get to a point where there's a truck jackknifes in the road, I believe. Yes. And then it's a foot race. That's right. And they're all they all abandon their vehicles. <coughs> they're all off. And Victor's, that would have been the moment for the motorbike to win. Oh, by the way, that's the point where they're racing, and he's like, "Can't you go any faster?" And Victor's like, "No, I can't." Ah. And also, then he says, what about him? And he goes, oh, he's not here. And he goes, well, when I, when I don't want him, he's here. When I need him, right, he's never yeah. here. And also, at this point, from the fight to the five minutes, as we yeah. know, yep. uh, Roger Moore has replaced his lady passenger. You're right, he has. She, she's now been replaced. He must have been her to death during the fight. Her to death. <laughs> yeah. And then there was a lady in the sort of rough biker gang. Maybe he put her in a cocktail dress and Maybe. she's the new lady. Possibly. Because it looks like it might be the same person. He's probably got a human centipede in the boot. <laughs> Made up of queue. Yeah. With massive clunky Well, they are. Legs. Ex- they effectively are in a queue, aren't they? They're <laughs> they all are. waiting one behind the other. Um, uh, but so then... So they're t- running, they're running. Well, no, because Victor turns into Captain Chaos and, yeah. and zooms to the front of the yeah, track. Yeah, super speed. He's and then they get out spry, isn't he? and he runs and he's way in the lead. Bert does a brilliant thing of uh, jumping on all the fellow contestants so they're all down on the floor. It's now just, well, that's it. Well, that's where Roger Moore says, I don't think that's a very charitable way to win. Do you, Father? <laughs> Dean Martin goes, no, I think it's a shitty way it's to win. It's a shitty way to win. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, uh, Chaos is way in the lead. Yeah. Unfortunately, and then... he hears someone say, help, help my, my baby. baby. And dun dun dun! And Victor, beautiful jump over the hedge. And JJ's like, no, no chaos, no. <laughs> he jumps in the water. Yeah. And the Lambo ladies win. They do. They do. They win. And Victor comes out, and it's a tiny dog. It's a silly little dog. Yeah. Yeah. And then <sighs> trouble. JJ's not happy. No. Yeah. He says, and "I'm this sick is, of this, chaos." This has been brewing. Mm. This has been brewing for a long time. Mm. Doesn't want to know about him. Mm-hmm. Doesn't want to talk about him. Mm-hmm. He's got that bloody doctor in the back of his ambulance. He even hates him as well. He has a go. All of that. He has a go at Victor for being yeah. Captain Chaos. He and says, "You lost us the race, Victor." Yeah, and he hits him, berates him. He rips the mask off his head. Yeah. Some people, by the way, have now formed around them to witness this, and yeah. not just contestants, um, just some members of the public, just to see who wins. And they're laughing. Mm. This bit. They're laughing. Well, again, it's a wonderful bit because when he says, "I don't care," because <laughs> I always wanted to be, and then he says, "Captain USA." USA. Yeah, and then everyone starts laughing. You can see Roger Moore and Dean Martin pissing themselves pissing behind themselves him. laughing. And he says, "It's a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it." And then JJ's heart melts, and he's fine. And then Mister Foyt arrives, <laughs> and they basically say to him, "Why don't you have a cigar?" That's right. Well, he's like, "You cannonballers, yeah. Why don't you uh, calm down?" have some cancer hmm. have a cigar have a cigarette that'll calm you down why don't you sit in my car and he says, just wait till he presses that button it's going to be amazing everyone and everyone laughs yeah and um then they look and he's just sitting there smoking the cigar yeah so Moore goes hang on what goes button in, did you press slips in in the passenger side next to him well what are you doing hmm. etc i press the button and he's off isn't he he shoots up and doesn't he say shit shit yeah off like a cannonball yeah himself yeah into the drink mm-hmm. but he's back out within milliseconds yeah dries a bone dries a bone and then you get that charming song la 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 yeah. la 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 which is that, I always thought that was a song they used in that famous Disney ride it's a wonderful uh, it sounds like that it's all we are all happy together or teach the world to sing sort of like that, song. It? it's just very generically wonderful and beautiful and they're all friends mm-hmm. everything's been forgotten about and they're all just drinking champagne getting drunk and having fun and he says we'll see you back here next year yeah yeah it's beautiful it is it's a lovely strange pointless beautiful little film and that is the cannonball run oh. 
I enjoyed talking about the cannibal. So did I. It was fun. as you can probably tell, ladies and gentlemen. Jack Elam. It's all a the it's way. a film that's fond to both of our hearts. Yeah, absolutely. Just honestly, even if you don't want to watch the whole thing, just fast forward and stop every time you see the man with the very funny eyes. Yes, because you're just it's brilliant. But we've now reached the moment <gasps> of the, the quick fire questions, yes. which there is no buzzer and there is no time limit. Okay. Okay. So it, re- it re- renders what I've just said redundant. Okay. Here we go. Right. Number one, Paul Litchfield, in your opinion, yep. who is the best Bond and what is the best Bond film? Okay, it's Roger Moore, mm-hmm. without shadow of doubt. Um, uh, that's the Bond that I grew up with, I think, uh, my formative Bond, um, mainly. Uh, the main reason is just because there's one film where he wears a powder blue safari suit. That'll do it for me. Mm-hmm. And his penchant for always nodding towards henchmen who are chasing him in any transportation. Yes. And the best film is definitely Spy Love Me. Wonderful. Moonraker, close second. Wonderful. Okay, so flipping that on its head. Yeah. Who is the worst Bond? I know, and what's you're not the worst like Bond? I'm not a big Dalton fan. Right, get out. I know. I'm sorry. I don't want a fallible Bond. I've never liked the fallible Bond. Um, I, I, I just didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. What's the? Um, he, he did two, three. I can did two, two. I didn't like any of them. The beginning of one is all, it, um, the big opener. Is he lands at a wedding? Film begins. Really. There's the peril. Oh, there's yeah. There's a bit of peril with the plane. But there's a lot of peril before he landed. He doesn't no, just land is. at a wedding. But the whole thing, of the, what I used to love about the Bonds was, you know, quite often you you were seeing the end of, you know, Roger Moore's previous adventure before the next, before the film's happening, mm. his next thing. And they were always standalone stunning. And I don't know, I, I, I knew what they were trying to do with Dalton. I think Dalton's great um, mm. as, a, as an actor. It just didn't work for me, his two Bonds. No. But the worst film actually is not, is not him. It's Never Seen Ever Again, obviously. Even Obviously. though that's not Bond. Well, no, I'll, I'll accept it. But that it. is the worst film. Yeah. Never seen ever again. Okay. So who would you have as James Bond next? Ken Hom. Ken Hom. Uh, if he was not available... <laughs> I think he might be no, unavailable. I genuinely... I'd quite like to see Alexander... Is it called Skarsgård? Oh, yeah. I quite like him. Hmm. I think he'd be a good Bond. Yeah. Yes, okay. Uh, Bond is full of stupid names like Moneypenny, Smallbone and Goodhead. Give me your best Bond lady name now. It's really hard. Um, if it's 70s, I quite like Slap and Tickle. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Bambi and Thumper. Oh, that's good. If, if they were the 80s, I quite like to call them Double and Quits. Quite like. But nice. if it's just one, yeah. uh, Goldie Showers. Goldie Showers. Yeah. I like it. That's really good. Um, give me your best Bond film title that uh, you've just made up. Ooh, I, um Horizon's Cage. Oh, that's mysterious. It's mysterious, isn't it? it? Is. I don't know what's going on. I want to know more. How do you put water in a cage on the horizon? Well, it'd have to be a cage that's... Land-based horizon. Yeah. Oh, I forget like... it. I want to know more. Oh, you do? All right. Can you give me a... All right, let's green light this. Yeah. <laughs> let's light some cigars here. Yeah. Um, so a hypothetical fist fight takes place between Simon Temple of the Saint and James Bond 007. Who wins? Uh, it's going to be Bond only because he's got gadgets. He's probably got a gas thumb. Or something like that. A gas thumb. A gas thumb. Yeah. yeah. I'll just bite my uh, thumbnail and s- thank you, Q. Also, I don't have enough um, references with all the other things he did, I think. Mm-hmm. I didn't really watch them as much, whereas Bond, to me, is the ultimate Roger Moore. Wonderful. And finally, you're stranded on an island mm. with Sean Connery, George Lazenby, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan, and Daniel Craig. Who do you elect as leader to devise your rescue attempt? And if it fails, who do you eat first? Do you know what I was thinking about this? Um, I'm going to actually make Connery the leader only because he's an old bastard and all he will want his comforts immediately. Mm. And I just think if we don't do it, he will not stop complaining. Yeah. But his comforts will be not just food shelter. You want a solarium, a sauna, Solero. <laughs> yeah, Solero. Yeah. <laughs> He'll just want things immediately. And if he doesn't, he'll be like, come on, I haven't I got my thing. All oh. right. 
Connery will do yeah. it. So I think we actually need him as leader. And we're getting rid of Lazenby straight away because you know, oh, Lazenby, he's going to wank on about ley lines and dream catchers all day. That's, <laughs> what, that's what he ended up being, didn't he? He was right hippy dippy. Yeah. I'm getting rid of him. <laughs> eat him. Wonderful. I'd eat him before we got to the island. Really? <laughs> yeah. Just in case. That's prudent of you. Yeah, thank you. Well, Paul, thank you so much for joining us again. And it's lovely to have you back. And please come back again one day. I loved you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Bye-bye. Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.